Welcome to C3 Church Tugra. You're about to hear a message from our senior pastor, Julie Oldfield. Get ready to be inspired to live your best life. It's an incredible time of year and while we were at the hospital um, on Friday night, has anybody ever been to Wyong Hospital on a Friday or a Saturday night? It is, um, yeah, it's entertaining. It's very entertaining and um, you, 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 it's scary actually, and, uh, but it's also quite daunting. And we were there obviously for three, four hours just waiting to see a doctor and Phil was asleep on my lap laying out on the chairs in there and just watching humanity come and go and watching the faces of people who so desperately need love, who so desperately need to know that love did come down. Love did come down. And there was one lady particularly she was sitting there with her arm around her daughter who was about 18 she was very very thin like her bones were sticking out obviously anorexic and she was just had her daughter's head and she was just stroking her daughter's head and she kept saying to her it's going to be all right it's going to be all right and when the daughter would go to sleep you would see the mother sitting there just wiping the tears away like just trying not to show her daughter that she was upset And I thought she was sick or something, but finally the mental health unit came in and they took the daughter's hand and they said, you have to leave your mother now. You have to come with us. And she was saying, I don't want to go, Mum, please. And Mum said, you're going to be all right, darling. You're going to be all right. You have to give your mum your mobile phone because you're not allowed to use a mobile phone in where you're going. And so she gave her mum a mobile phone and and they just hugged so tight and they were both sobbing right in front of me and I'm just going are you kidding me this is killing me it's wrecking me and uh, they dragged the daughter away from the mother crying her eyes out and the mother walked out of the hospital <laughs> like that that loud and I had Phil laying on my lap I wanted to throw him off my lap and just discard him somewhere and run after this woman and wrap my arms around her and say, you're not alone in this pain. Your daughter's not alone in this pain. Love came down. 2,000 years ago, love came down. And love didn't come down as a king. Love didn't come down as something that is unreachable and untouchable. But love came down in a manger. Love came down humbly submitted the Lord of Lords, the God above all gods desperately so wanted to touch that one woman that he humbled himself came from his throne from his glory with thousands and thousands and myriads of angels worshipping him day and night with a with a with a, the, a crystal glass sea in front of him with streets that are of gold you know with, with with beautiful things all around him with the glory of God he's sitting there enthroned 
And he looks down at earth and he goes, my people, my people. He sees that one woman in that hospital and he goes, I have got to go down there. I have to. I've tried to get them to believe that I am here, but I'm too far away. I'm too distant. Anybody heard that song, God is watching us from a distance? But I want to tell you this, God didn't just watch us from a distance. He actually said, i got to go down there. But it's no use me going down there as God. It's no use me going down there in all my glory because then I'm not going to get their suffering. I'm not going to understand who they are. I want to look into their eyes. I want to walk with them. I want to, I want to partner with them. I want to know. I want to know what it feels like to be human. How can I understand my children if I don't understand what it feels like to walk in their shoes? My father used to say to me when I was a child, Julie, the most important word you can can learn in your life is empathy. Now, I didn't understand what that word meant. I said, Dad, what does that word mean? Empathy as a little girl. And he would always say, go look in the dictionary. How many of you had a dad like that? We didn't have Google, hello. We had like books and books and books of dictionaries and encyclopedias. And it wasn't just like, okay, I'll just Google it. What is empathy? It's like going through all these books and finding it. And I found the word empathy and it said this, to walk in someone else's shoes. To feel as if you're walking where they walk. And this is what God did. God said, I've got to walk in their shoes. And so he submitted himself to be placed in the womb of a lowly young girl. He came from heaven in the form of Jesus and placed himself by his own Holy Spirit in the womb of a lowly girl. He chose to be born in a stable amongst animals, amongst the stench of animals. He chose to go down the birth canal like every other human has to and enter the world through a birth canal, through pain and through labour. He chose these things. And as He grew as Jesus and began to walk in empathy and walk in the shoes where we walked. He didn't go into the fancy synagogues and the, and the temples where the religious leaders didn't understand humanity. All they could do was tell them what was wrong with them, what they were doing wrong by the law and how sinful they were and what filth they were. And if they had any kind of disease, any kind of deformity, they were put outside the temple. In fact, they were put outside the town and they were called outcasts. If they were blind, they had to beg, but the temple wouldn't help them. The church of the day wouldn't help them. But Jesus came and He began to not go to the temple. He went to the temple to overturn the tables. He went to the temple to tell them there were dead men's bones full of whitewashed tombs full of dead men's bones. He went to the temple to tell them, what are you doing for the people that need me the most? What are you doing for my people, my children that are hurting? What are you doing for them? You're inside your temples and they're suffering and you reject them 
and you make them feel like outcasts. And so Jesus went to the streets. God, in the body of a man, went and found the most suffering. He went and found the most human people. He walked up to a prostitute. They were condemning her. And she fell at his feet and washed his feet with her tears and dried them with her hair. And a Pharisee, a religious leader said, if you knew what kind of woman she was, you wouldn't even be touching her. And he didn't even say a word. He just lifted up the chin of the woman, ignored that man, looked straight into her eyes. And she knew at that moment, he knew who she was. If you knew what kind of woman she was, he looked in her eyes and said, I know exactly what kind of woman she is. She's mine. I made her. I formed her in her mother's womb. I've watched her every day of my life. And I have come to bring my daughter to my heart. And he lifted the chin of that beautiful girl. And he said, go daughter and sin no more. And she became one of his greatest disciples, Mary Magdalene, one of the most famous disciples of Jesus Christ. She laid hands on the sick. She raised the dead alongside of him. She preached the gospel and she went into the streets and found others that were hurting and brought them to life. He walked up to blind people who were begging, healed their eyes so they couldn't be beggars anymore. He healed people of leprosy. He walked where their pain was. He walked through the streets. Look at this scripture. I want to read you a scripture. And it says this. This is in the Amplified Bible and we're reading from various places in John 1. It says, In the beginning, before all time, was the Word, Jesus. And the Word Jesus was with God. And the Word Jesus was God Himself. He was present originally with God. All things were made and came into existence through Him. And without Him was not even one thing made that has come into being. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, for the darkness has never overpowered it. There it was, the true light coming into the world, the genuine, perfect, steadfast light that illuminates every person. He came into the world. And though the world was not made through Him, the world Though the world was made through Him, the world did not recognise Him, did not know Him. He came so that which belonged to Him and they were His own, did not receive Him and did not welcome Him. But to as many as did receive and welcome Him, He gave the authority, the power, the privilege and the right to become children of God. That is to those who believe in His name. We owe, who owe their birth neither to the blood nor to the will of the flesh nor of physical impulse 
nor to the will of man, that of a natural father, but owe their birth to God. For they are born of God. And the word Jesus became flesh. He became human and lived among us. And we actually saw His glory, His honour, His majesty, such glory as an only begotten Son receives from His Father, full of grace, favour, loving kindness and truth. No man has ever seen God at any time, the only unique Son or the begotten God who is the bosom in the intimate presence of the Father. He's the Father's heart. He's Jesus is the Father's heartbeat. He has declared Him. He has revealed Him. Brought Him out where He can be seen. He has interpreted Him and He has made Him known. This is what Christmas is about. It's not about singing songs about a little baby in a manger. It's about the day when love came down. It's about the day when a father burst through heaven. A father that was familiar with our sufferings now, who understood us, it says in Hebrews, he was familiar with all our sufferings and he went through everything that we go through, although he did not sin. This is about a father. This is about a son. This is about the children of God being brought back home. Love came down. Let's close our eyes. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father, for the true revelation of the day that love came down. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. I wonder if we could all stand to our feet this morning. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Every eye closed right across this room. Just as that music lifts. This morning, allow yourself to feel Emmanuel. God is with us. Every eye closed, no one moving throughout the auditorium except the musicians coming. Every eye closed. Just breathe right now. Emmanuel, God is with us. Gus and Holly, God is with us. Elkie, God is with you. Deb, God is with you. Mitch, God is with you. This whole family, God is with you. This whole church family, God is with you. God, love came down. This morning, Emmanuel, God is with us. His presence is right here. 
And this morning you might feel your heart racing a little. You might feel warmth over you. You might feel like you want to cry. You might feel like you want to laugh. You might feel like there's a zillion emotions going on. That's what happens when Emmanuel, God is with us, comes and stands right in front of us. Right now, Father God, by His Spirit, is standing right in front of you. And there are many things that we feel Many emotions that we feel when we think God's standing in front of me. The first one would be, I want to run and hide. I don't feel good enough for Him. I feel dirty. I feel unclean. I don't feel like God should look at me. I'm not good enough for God. Why would God come near me? That's the first emotion that we would feel. But we have to know Emmanuel, God came to earth to partner with our sin and to take it away. He came to earth to look into your eyes and tell you, child, you are mine. You are mine. And I've come to rescue you, to save you, to bring you into my presence. I've come to empower you. I've come to love you and not to judge you. Another feeling and emotion we would feel is just an intense feeling of love. Love like we've never felt before. We talk about the word love, but love, unconditional love that God gives us. It's a love that no human can give you. It is completely unconditional. There are no brownie points you have to earn for this love. It is absolutely unconditional. And He came down to tell you, whoever believes in my Son, shall have eternal life. They shall be born again. They'll be given a new start. My Spirit will come into them. And I will partner with them and I will be their father and they will be my children. They will be my children and I will be their father. I'll watch over them. I'll watch over their generations. I'll provide for them. I'll look after their finances. I'll watch over every every move they make. I'll give them the dreams and the desires of their hearts. I'll answer their prayers. And I will comfort them where they need to be comforted. I'll strengthen them where they need to be strengthened. I am God. And this morning, as the Scripture says, if you just believe in His name, enjoyed listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c3talgra.org.au. We hope to see you at church soon.